My next guest is Jonathan Morris. I'm going to call him a good friend. He's straight out of Fort Worth, Texas. He's an entrepreneur <laughs> and the host of the Magnolia Network series, Self-Employed. The show is streaming on the Magnolia app and Discovery Plus. Entrepreneur Jonathan Morris travels the country to share the inspirational stories and new challenges of small business owners and their journeys to building their dream jobs. The show features entrepreneurs from a variety of backgrounds. And in Fort Worth, he owns a barbershop and a hotel. We're going to talk about all that. And, of course, the TV show Self-Employed. But we're also going to talk about building his dreams. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations for the very first time, Jonathan Morris. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm good, Rashad. How are you doing this morning? Good. So, uh, so you know, got Fort Worth right there, man. L- logo uh, on your shirt. It's on my <laughs> chest, man. I, I wear Fort Worth on my heart, man. I love this. I love this city. I love everything. Uh, I love most things about it. It's a, it's a, it's a growing city. A lot of right. people don't know we're the, mm-hmm. we're the 12th largest city in the nation now. Wow. Wow. Quietly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that I did not know. If you yeah. give me your perspective, like I'm from Houston, Texas, you go up I-45 yeah. North, you know, you got Fort Worth and Dallas, you know, so Dallas is always the dominant market. You have Arlington, Fort Worth, Dallas. And so now he's telling me now Fort Worth is the 12th largest city. Now that's news to me. Now everybody knows, every, everybody knows our, our, our big brother, our, our big brother to the to the East Dallas, uh, mm-hmm. but Fort Worth, we're we're a little maybe a little more understated, a little, a little quieter. <laughs> uh-huh. But we're, we're doing our thing out here. There's a lot of lot of lot of good things happening in the city. Now you know you you well, I brought you on the show to talk about this new show on Magnolia Network uh, called Self Employed. Set us up a little bit about what exactly that show is because of the fact that you are a barbershop owner. I believe you've been you had that shop for about six years, correct? Yeah, yeah, coming up on seven years. Coming seven up on seven years. years. Yeah. And, I'm, and so I'm very familiar with that range because my brother, my younger brother, he's in the D.C. area. He has four. And so uh, so when the COVID hit, you know, it really, you know, we was just talking about him opening because he couldn't open because he was face-to-face, a service-oriented business. And now you, that was like five going into your sixth year. Talk about yeah. well, how COVID impacted your business and how did you recover from it? Yeah, you know, it, you know, in March of 2020, um, as the rest of the world was experiencing um, what this new uh, um, this new hurdle that we were all facing together um, was was hitting us, the barbershop industry was one that was especially hit. Our business, like you said, we are literally face to face, and you know, inches away from folks' face. So when mm-hmm. it comes to congregating, it was a no go. So. Um, you know, the, the, the toughest thing, Rashawn, for, for, for me as a business owner was the uncertainty um, in, in dealing with it, not knowing, you know, once we closed, not knowing when we'd be able to open right. up. And, mm-hmm. you know, as, a, as an employer um, and having to go to my team um, of, 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 of barbers and stylists who, you know, this is their livelihood, going to them and saying, hey, guys, not only... Um, do I not have a job for you in this moment? Mm-hmm. I also don't know when um, I'm going to. Uh, but if you hang on, you know, luckily for us, you know, being a small team, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's like a it's like a little little family, right. you know. <laughs> um, and we had to check in on each other. And we had to make sure we we're doing okay. Right. We went we went two months mm-hmm. um, completely closed. Um, until opening back up in May. And when we opened back up, we opened up with a lot of safeguards, right? We wanted to um, make sure that as we were inviting people back into the space, um, we were doing so as as responsibly um, 
as possible to, right. to to create a safe environment for our for our, for our customers, but then also our our, our staff. And so, uh, the community re- responded really well. A lot of them came back to us. Um, um, and you know, we we we've been able to to bounce back, but we're still you know very much um in this tricky space as as small businesses, particularly ones that are dealing face to face with the public. Well, you know, I'm talking to Jonathan Morris. He has a barbershop and a hotel. We're going to talk about that in a minute in the Fort Worth area, Fort Worth, Texas, as he calls it. Uh, he's an entrepreneur and host of the new series on Magnolia app and uh, Discovery Plus series called Self-Employed. Now, I, I bring up these different conversations because everybody has a different role or a different impact with COVID. Like, I would tell you something, Jonathan, I didn't know what to do, you know, and so when you were servicing customers, that close, it had to be a little fearful, but you had to move past the fear to run your business or to operate your business carefully and uh, safely. Yeah, and I think that for us, that was that was rooted in how we communicated with our with our clients and even how we communicated with our staff. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know, we we're, we're lucky to be be open again. We're lucky we're 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 we're, we're lucky to be able to provide a service to our community but mm-hmm. at the same time we understand that people are apprehensive right. um and we you know in a lot of ways want to hold their hand through that and communicate with them that you know we, we want to create as safe a, a environment as we possibly could given the circumstances of a global pandemic you know? <laughs> yeah, the there was no there was no there was no book written on how to how to go about it right well, that's, so that's the sad to- part because like i said i didn't know how to open the door i didn't know how to pump gas i didn't know how to say hello to people in public it was just really uh really a, a, a life yep. of isolation and then you're a people yep. person i can tell you your personality you such you're so engaging which is probably one of the reasons you're the host of the new series how did they <laughs> come about the whole self-employed give everybody a sense so i gave a you know, my cliff note of what self-employed is. Yeah. Well, tell yeah, us what so, that is and how you became the host. Yeah, sure. So, you know, Rashad, I, 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 I never set out to host a television show. One day back in 20, I guess it was 2019, I got a, I got a, a phone call from a good friend of mine who owns a video production company here in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, Hey, I've been meeting with the Magnolia people and we kind of pitched them on an idea of a TV show. Um, they like, what you're doing with your barbershop in Fort Worth. Um, and we, um, we started that discussion of what, a, what, what this TV show could be, what it could look like. And of course, you know, I told them, I say, listen, I'm not an actor. I'm just an entrepreneur. Um, and, and, and I love engaging with other entrepreneurs and learning about their stories. And I find myself to be particularly inspired by other entrepreneurs and people who are following their dreams Right in, right in, right in their, right in their own story, as as you said, mm-hmm. um, and you know, uh, we crafted this show where I go around the country and I meet with people uh, across different backgrounds who 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 landed into entrepreneurship and becoming self employed from all all walks of life, um, who are running you know all different sized businesses. Right. Um, so we travel around the country and, and we, we sit down with them and talk to about them, and learn their you, stories. You know your personality really helps the series okay you know you're meeting different people but you engage and you 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 have a welcoming personality Jonathan and I think that really helps the series well and, you know you know Rashad like I'm just curious you know mm-hmm. and when I'm sitting down and talking with these these entrepreneurs you know in a lot of ways I can empathize with a lot of the things they've been going through right um and so you know so long as they allow me to just uh be myself 
and ask the questions that I would want to <laughs> ask, you know, ask folks, even if the cameras weren't even rolling, right. mm-hmm. you know, uh, I think that that's what has made the show fun. And, you know, people um, have been really inspired by it. And I hope that more people see um, the the people that we're, we're featuring on the show and, you know, they, they, they take the leap to, to pursue right. their own dreams. And um, even if, it, even if they're not entrepreneurs, right. we hope that this, this show really helps people to know that like, even supporting entrepreneurs, supporting small businesses, um, we can all play a part in, in what that looks like in our communities. Well, the interesting thing about it, because, you know, you know, you're an entrepreneur, you know, you're a marketer and social media. Now, you you know, you was, you, you, know, you was a star. You was a star in the Fort Worth, Texas area. Now, mm-hmm. now you're on the TV show, you're on the app, Magnolia, Groin, the Disney Discovery Plus. They, you see a commercial on it every time you turn on TV. And so now you're getting into the social media aspect. What has changed about this newfound fame? And it's going to grow because the more the show gets popular, the more people download the show and watch the show. How has it allowed you to, like, work on your brand or grow your brand outside of the television show? You know, as a, as a small business owner, you know, you know, I'm, I've been in over the, over the last three years in the middle of, you know, working on this show, I've been working on my new business, which uh-huh. is this small, this 21 room hotel in Fort Worth. And so, you know, the more, uh, the, the, the more platform, more opportunity that I have to, to tell people about, um, to talk about entrepreneurship, uh-huh. I hope that it helps to feed, you know, uh, my little baby, my, my, my new business as we're, you know, venturing into this, 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 this new, you know, for me, um, untraveled territory. And right. so, um, the more people that, that, that we can reach and we can speak to and, um, share, share this idea of, of, of what, a uh, you know, in, in, in this, in this, in, in this regard, what a hotel can be in Fort Worth, Texas, um, the well, better, let's let's slide know? over to that hotel because, uh, yeah. you know, you have a, a locally owned boutique hotel and bar in Fort Worth. It's cultural district. And, yeah. you know, it's a lot of things I've done in my life. I thought about doing a restaurant. I've thought about, you know, I've thought, of course, I, I was a performing comedian, acting, just a modeling, a, a managed talent. But a hotel, that I only stay in hotels. <laughs> the fact that you made the, the leap to want to be a, a owner of a hotel and it's a boutique hotel with a bar Talk about that. Yeah. So, you know, the, the idea of a, a hotel for me came from, you know, traveling. Yes. And when I travel, I like to connect with the city. I like to connect with where I am. I want to be um, in, in, a, in a place that gives me a true sense of a place. Right. Um, and as I looked around Fort Worth, the city that I love, the city that my father, my grandfather, my grandmother, my mom's called home for a very long time. And this place where I've, you know, ventured into entrepreneurship, I look around and I don't see that place. I did not see that place. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I said, you know, I want to create this space that authentically um, says something about this, 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 this little big town. Right. Um, and, and does it, you know, in a way that, that I would do, I've, obviously I've stayed in a lot of hotels, <laughs> um, but I never, never owned one. Right. And so, um, you know, I ran into, I was, I was out, I ran into a good friend of mine and this is back in 2018, summer 2018, just right. three years ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were just catching up on our businesses and what's going on. And I said, Alan, I said, I really want to do a hotel. And so we started that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and now uh, Alan's my business partner in this project. 
And we, you know, we had to, we had to find a location. We right. had to find uh, the, the, the funding. We had right. to, um, you know, really put together what this, what this could be. So over the last three years, that's what we've been doing. Hotel Dreis um, is a 21 room uh, <laughs> hotel with a, a lobby bar uh, that sits in the cultural district right across the street from the new uh, 14,000 seat Dickies arena, right. uh, which is bringing, you know, droves of people into the city. And so, uh, <laughs> we just want to be able to be a space where we can serve people who are coming to the city as well as, uh, being a, uh, honestly a cultural hub for, for locals as well. Okay. So you, you're, you're, uh, so 21 rooms. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a different atmosphere. So how, how, how big are the rooms, the room spaces? You're like suites. Yep. You have like all of the same size rooms, they double beds, yep. they're Kings. What are they? Sure. So we have five different size rooms at the hotel. We have one suite. We have one, one suite, <laughs> uh, the, 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 the presidential, if you, if you will, uh, that has a living space and think that was, we're around like 500 square feet on mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And then we have um, smaller suites all the way down to like 200, mm-hmm. 200 square feet. Mm-hmm. Um, so different price ranges, different uh, views of the city, right. uh, but really comfortable spaces. We wanted to create something that uh, was not necessarily high luxury, but was, you know, had a utilitarian, but a cool, comfortable, welcoming feel um, to to uh, uh, attract traveler. The traveler that we felt like was coming to Fort Worth right. but wasn't able to find uh, the, the independent boutique uh, hotel kind of a feel. Well, you know, the interesting thing, I'm talking to Jonathan Morris. He's the host of Self-Employed on the Magnolia app. That's what you can find. And also on Discovery Plus uh, streaming network. Uh, the reason I was just talking about is entrepreneurship because, you know, if you're going to host a show called Self-Employed, you should know something. Okay. <laughs> he knows the, and one thing he does know is the people business. You know, he's in the, he's the barbershop owner, hotel owner. If those are two businesses, you better know some people and be, and also be service oriented. No now, when he, when he, when he talks about hotel drives it reminds me of a new york hotel and so because if you if you go to new york see it wasn't the size that he said freaked me out he said 500 square feet to 200 square feet okay cool i've been in the 200 square feet you open that door that's the bed and guess what that, that you are you the tv right there oh you, you no. lay, lay in the bed tv right there bathroom right there you know, no. you're in that bed, not to, you're in that 200 square foot room, not to entertain, but to go to sleep. That's why I rented it. <laughs> you go in there after a long night, you put your, your hang up over the, everything. And the thing about those rooms, they're so, I'm going to use the word cute from a standpoint of everything's right there. Am I, am I telling the truth, Jonathan? You know, I like to use the word concise. Okay. <laughs> Efficient, practical, right? Right, right, we, right. Because that's what it, we want to do. We want to create a space that, you know, you have everything you need. Uh, right. Is affordable, right. um, and, and ultimately, what we want to do is we want to get people out into our city. We want to get people um, absolutely, absolutely, we absolutely. want to get them in our city to discover what Fort Worth has to offer. Because that's why I wanted to stop people. Because you know, people hear a number two hundred square feet. That's well, look, I'm just telling you something. Rashawn <laughs> McDonald has stayed in many two hundred square foot rooms. <laughs> now, when you go in, that's why I'm just preparing everybody. When you go in there, when you open the door, you will see the bed. You will see the dresser. <laughs> you will see the TV. You will see the restroom door. But it's all good. Like you said, it's convenient. It's like staying in a cruise ship room. If you've been in the cruise ship, but it's bigger and it's nice. Without the waves. Without the waves. Without the waves. You can walk out and you can go about your business. But the beauty of that, the establishing that is that its personality is in the cultural district of Fort Worth, which means it's tied to personality. And so if you go to places like New York, you go to Chicago, you go to go to San Francisco especially, you know, and you'll find those type of hotels 
when you walk down the streets. I can I can I can clearly see uh, hotel properties like that in New York because I lived there so many years, and it was always fun. What has been the most dynamic or most interesting part of developing that type of hotel property in the Fort Worth area, John? Sure, you know, Rashawn, for me. Um, it's been how much of the local community we've been able to impart in the design and development of, of the space. Mm-hmm. Um, within the hotel, every room that you walk into, you're going to see art from local artists. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I'm being even more even, even, even more transparent, right. there are people that I call friends who are um, influencing uh, the city through their talent, through their creativity. Uh, whether it be uh, the the photography on the walls right. or sculpture that we have, sculptures we have, um, or paintings, or uh, even down to the, the the bed frame and the desk, or local carpenters, people that uh, you might mess around and see at the at the lobby bar downstairs right. um, after you check in. You know, right. it is um, very much. Um, Fort Worth through and through. And it was just a way for us to express who we are um, as a city and, 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 and as, uh, uh, as as the people that, right. that, that live here. Absolutely. The, the beauty of being an entrepreneur, which is self-employed, is about, you know, we all have these American dreams. But we also go out there. Does your show, because I've seen a couple of episodes, but I haven't seen the entire series. Is it a is it a show that you learn from, or do you a show you see missteps and people overcoming missteps? Talk about the series, the the granular nature of the series, because you, I can, I'm a I'm a I'm an entrepreneur, so I know I've made mistakes. It will make future mistakes because it's a lot of things you do on gut, you do on instinct, you do on you hear the word faith. A lot of people go out there on faith, saying they don't want to work a normal job every anymore. If I'm gonna put in eighty hours, I'm gonna put it. Why not put eighty hours into my dream? Yeah. And you hear that a lot out there on your show, Self-Employed. Talk about how you manage expectations, but also to show the upside of the show and not making it a show where you show the dark side of it. You know, I I think if there's one thing that uh, I've learned and I hope people take away from watching the show is that every single one of uh, these entrepreneurs that we're following has had to face some level of risk, some more than others. Right. But everyone... Um, to some degree, is stepping out on faith. Um, every single one of these entrepreneurs has hit roadblocks, right. has hit obstacles, has hit um, uh, uh, parts of their, their their journey that for a lot of people would be enough to say, you know what, that's okay with me. I'll go ahead and just take a W-2 and somebody else can uh, 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 can, can, can worry about running this, this show, right? Yeah, yes, um, yes. But they persevered through those things. And the other thing that, you know, every one of these entrepreneurs that we've, that we've, that we've, um, we featured, they're all still in the learning process. Nobody has got all the answers. And I think that that is a way that really humanizes, um, the, the, the small business or the, or the, or the entrepreneurial journey for people. And I hope that people are able to see themselves, um, in people, right. They're able to identify that, hey, this, this is just a person just like me right. um, who was able to uh, step out there on faith um, and, and, and bring their dreams to life. Here's the interesting thing to Jonathan, because I'm going to read a quote from an article that you had. You know, we'll learn about their stories about self-employed. We'll learn about their stories and learn about where they have been, where they are right now, what the challenges are, and understanding how they've had to adapt and pivot, which is important yep. because we all pivoted during the COVID around this. <laughs> it's an opportunity to shed light on what it looks like for someone to take 
that idea and cultivate that idea into their dream in a dream work life of being self-employed. I, I, I wish I wanted to say that quote. First of all, a pretty profound quote, and I'm glad I had an opportunity to read it during our interview, is that I look at myself and 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 like you said, some people are just W-2 people, which means they will, they will work a 40-hour-a-week job. Mm-hmm. And I know that the younger generation, the millennial generation, was really hit hit hard. Everybody was talking about they don't want to they want to skip steps, you know. They don't want to work a forty hour week job. But because of technology, have you seen the, an age difference out there when you've done your show? Is it or is just you just been just out there and everybody wants to be successful? Because I know as as entrepreneurs, the, the female industry or the women have really become a dominant voice as entrepreneurs. Yes. And also hey, blacks hey, have stepped up their game as entrepreneurs. Tell us what you're seeing out there while you're doing this show. I know you're not the expert. You Five years from now, we can have this different conversation because you have been everywhere all over this country. <laughs> talk about what you're seeing now. Well, um, one of the things that I wanted to make sure that we we, we did before we before we even started filming is I want to show a diverse range right. of entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And so we talked to to some some younger folks uh, that are in the in the earlier stages of their entrepreneurial journey. And we've talked to we talked to some folks that are a little bit older and they've been doing it for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and again, I just hope that, again, people are able to like see themselves and identify with that, but I do think that um, particularly um, demographics that are underrepresented in the entrepreneurial space um, can see themselves, whether that be women, whether that be people of color, um, being able to see themselves represented, I think is huge. And I'm just, I'm just glad we were able to to do that. We've talked to all sorts of people, all, right. all, right. all the ethnicities, mm-hmm. um, parts of the country. And, and that, that to me was really important, but I do think that, you know, over these next few years, and I think that the pandemic is one of the things that's going to be, a, a, a will have been a, a catalyst for it is more and more people, um, Stepping out and, and, and pursuing uh, their dreams, taking those 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 dreams from ideas to, to reality, and that's through technology. Technology has been a different game changer for so many people to pursue their dreams. But also, the reality is that the pandemic has made everybody see that there is a finite opportunity. There's a window. If you don't take that window, if you're not happy with the window you're looking through, then you can change it. And you can change it by putting forth a plan, rules in place, and winning with that. What is your bigger takeaway? Because the the beauty of me, and I, I want to maintain a friendship with you, Jonathan, and because of the fact that you're so engaging and and you 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 say natural stories that a lot of people don't understand. Like you said, well, in 2018, you know, I said I want to I want to be in the hotel business. You know, in 2019, I get a phone call. They say, hey man, we got this idea. We want to pitch. None of this is like you know. He's one of these guys who walks through. He sees an opportunity, he grabs it and he matures it. And that's what being an entrepreneur is. And I want to let, let everybody know that's why he's an excellent host because he goes through life, but he's a planner. And he's not afraid of, di- as they say, multiple streams of income or diversifying his portfolio. Because some people say, I'm in the restaurant business. That's all I'm going to do. Now you're in the barbershop business. You're in the hotel business. Now you're on TV as a host. What drives that level of confidence to diversify and trust your talents? A couple things. Number one, one thing I do a lot 
is this is just for me. I write down ideas <laughs> every day. Some of them are good ones. Some of them are bad ones. Some of them will see the light of day. Some of them will be uh, balled up and, and thrown in the trash, right? right. And, and but uh, and that's that's just that's just kind of that's what I do. That's my 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 method that works that that works for me. Writing down ideas, um, writing down those dreams before they even become you know a a, 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 a fleshed out plan. Mm-hmm. But also, Richard, I think. You know, understanding and, and recognizing what opportunity looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that a lot of times I hear uh, folks, you know, when they think about opportunity, the only thing, the only opportunity they look for is one that look like a, a paycheck connect, connected to it, right? <laughs> yes, yes. And a lot of times that that thing that opens up the next door to the next door to the to the paycheck, or to, the, to, the, to, the, to that, that, that money making conversation, right? Uh, sometimes it don't always got dollars attached to it. But I think that, you know, building relationships, even just like you just said, you know, that phone call that I got from a friend about a TV show that he was going to, that was a relationship that yes, we had yeah. fostered for years. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, running to what is now my business partner mm-hmm. um, in the hotel in the hotel project mm-hmm. that brings a completely different skill set right. to the to the table than than I do. Mm-hmm. That was a re- that was relationship building um, over years, way before the thing that was the thing that the <laughs> thing that people see, you know, came you know came to fruition, and so. You know, I, 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 I'm a big believer in, in, in fostering and, and, and leaning into relationships. Um, you know, I am not an expert in just about anything, but um, I, I think that I have a hunger for knowledge and just a natural curiosity. Right. Um, and a lot of times, you know, for me, when, when I see that somebody else has done something, I kind of think to myself, well, I could I could do that, too. Yes, you sir. Know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so. Sometimes it, just, it means finding the right people to connect with, to, um, to, 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 to put yourself in the right position for the opportunity that leads to the opportunity that leads to the opportunity. <laughs> I love it. Well, I would tell you this, brother. Uh, Magnolia Network and uh, Discovery Plus has found the right host for the TV series uh-huh. Self-Employed. Uh, if you're ever in the Fort Worth, Texas area, you know, the 12th largest city in, the, in America, stop by and say, hey, get you a nice cut, find you a nice <laughs> bed. Next time I talk to him, he probably say, come over here and eat at my restaurant. <laughs> he gonna get the trifecta for you. He gonna make you look good, he gonna feed you, and he gonna put you to sleep. John, there we go. <laughs> thank you, man. Thank you, brother, for coming on my show, Money Making Conversation, John. Thank you, Rashad. I appreciate it. If you want to see any of my interviews or hear any of my interviews, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashad McDonald. I am your host.